Well, welcome to another edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and happy February to you. Yeah, I know yesterday was February 28th. And if you're saying, wait, Roger, you need to pull the calendar over another page. Not that anyone does paper calendars anymore. Yeah, it's 2024, so it's a leap year. And uh, (laughs) leap year means we get an extra day in February. But I wonder how many people, and I mean this sincerely and not... uh, Uh, with any sort of mean spirit whatsoever. No, there's no malice in this comment. I wonder how many people uh, today, oh yeah, shoot, today's leap leap day, whatever. Um, I wonder how many people didn't know and they just kind of automatically started, you know, making notations for March 1st and, you know, jumping ahead. Why do we even do leap year in the first place? Well, (laughs) I'm glad you asked. Uh, The reason that there is such a thing as leap year is really it's it's basically called the intercalary or bisextile year it's the year that contains an additional day or in the case of a lunar solar calendar a month uh, compared to a common year the 366th day or sometimes they add a different month is to synchronize with the astronomical year or seasonal year because astronomical events and seasons do not repeat in whole number of days Calendars have a constant number of days each year and unavoidably it drifts with time and in respect to the event of the year it's supposed to track. So by intercalculating or calculating an additional day, uh, the drift between the dating system and the physical properties of the solar system can be corrected. So that, that's the official reason why we have this situation in the first place. And, uh, you know, whether it's a leap day or, you know, it depends on what calendar you're using, what calendar has been used over time. Uh, This is a practice that actually goes back to the days of Rome. Um, You know, the Roman calendar had a consistent, it was basically, it was 12 months for a total of 355 days. And then they added a 27 or 28 day month to kind of balance things out. Um, You know, it's interesting. The replacement of the, you know, the date here, 29th of February, um, it kind of started in England, and uh, then we, as far as the liturgical calendar goes, it does kind of mess things up, because like right now we're in Lent, and uh, there's an extra day in Lent that kind of <laughs> messes things up. But nonetheless, um, it is kind of fun to see how people actually handle this. Maybe you know somebody who got married on uh, Feb 29, and so they like having either Feb 28 or March 1st or both as their anniversary days. Um, I did go to school. You probably did too, with at least one person who was actually born on Feb 29, and so they would get to high school. How old are you? Four. You know that ha ha ho ho, or whatever it was, because they only had a birthday every four years. Um, by the way, the official term for somebody born on Feb 29 is a leapling, or a leaper. Tell you what we're gonna do. Since uh, today is leap day, and uh, if you might have a birthday or an anniversary on this day, we're going to open up the phones at 800-227-5278. Have some great giveaways to give away today. But if you have a leap year birthday or a leap year uh, anniversary, uh, give us a call, and the girls will take care of you and get you something nice. They will leap back into the prize area here in the studio and uh, get you something nice. Now, again, we are going completely on the honor system. And if you've won something in the last 30 days, you know the contest rules. Um, You can't call up and say, well, yeah, but he said leap day, and this is a different thing. It's a different category. Um, Be prepared to give us a really good explanation as to how the leap year impacts you. Now, by the way, not that you asked, but I like to joke about this (laughs) from, from time to time because my parents are very scheduled people especially when they were younger. You know, we're going to get married on this date and we're going to have so many kids by this time in our marriage and et cetera, et cetera. They, they really do like to make God smile because they're planners. And when they finally decided to have kids, they didn't jump right into it, got married when they were both 22. I think they both turned 22 a month or so before they got married. And then, you know, back in the day, you got married, then you had kids right away. And they'd been married a good four years before my sister showed up. And when they were uh, first married, they thought, okay, it would be nice to have a boy and a girl two years apart. And so my sister, Linda, showed up on September 2nd, 1959. You can do the math there. And then mom got pregnant the following, not 1960, but then in 1961. There's some personal family stuff going on in 1960. My, my mom's dad got cancer and wound up uh, meeting Jesus before he met me. And uh, that'll... <laughs> 
we'll rectify that eventually. But uh, then I, mom got pregnant, you know, uh, September babies, you know what they say, uh, September's the most common month, September 30th is the most common birthday in America. You can do the math, work your way back to New Year's Eve and you can do the math. Well, <laughs> my parents wanted a boy and a girl two years apart and I showed up on September 1st, 1961. And so growing up, we had the best time just kind of teasing my parents about the fact that they missed by a day. You know, you wanted a boy and a girl two years apart and we are, you know, oh, you just missed it. Until one day I was talking with my sister about it and I said, hey, wait, wasn't 1960 a leap year? Yeah. Okay. So technically, doesn't that mean that you and I are actually 730 days apart? But September 1st of 61 is 730 days from September 2nd of 50. And we figured it out. So mom and dad got their boy and their girl two years apart. To the day, 730 days apart. Now, uh, my brother came along three and a half years later. And, well, we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> the super planners got a surprise. Hey, speaking of planning, are you planning on voting next Tuesday if you haven't voted already? I mean, Super Tuesday... This Super Tuesday, March 5th, is going to be one of the biggest Super Tuesdays in the history of politics. Uh, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not seven. Fourteen different states are holding their primaries that day. It will pretty much end the primary season. There have already been seven. But by the time California has theirs, of course, Colorado's is there for our KLDC listeners. You can only vote by mail anyway. So if you haven't mailed your stuff on yet, you're in big trouble. But uh, it's amazing to see how many Christians just don't get out and vote. We're going to talk about that this hour. I realize it's Thursday, but we are going to talk about, you know, the vote and uh, whether or not uh, Christians are, what's going to, what's it going to take to get us off of our keisters to actually get out and vote? Recently, uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs of Real Radio that's heard at the end of the Bottom Line broadcast. So we go till 4.30. Pastor Jack kicks in at 4.30. Uh, he gave a sermon series at his uh, church, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, on the what he calls the War of 2024. And he said there, there's going to be um, five different battles where Christians, whether they want to or not, we in the body of Christ are going to have to go to war over with the culture. And I found this interesting reading. We'll put this up. Christian Post republished it. They did kind of a one-page summary of the series. But he said, here, here we go. He says, 2024 is going to be like any other year in your lifetime. First, he went to John 18, verses 37 and 38, and said, there will be a war against the truth. Not against truth itself, because truth is truth, but there will be a war against the truth with regard to um, how, how people look at life and uh, you know there's going to be deception like crazy the next thing is that going to be the war against faith and it's not a war against all faith but literally it's a war against Christians against Christianity uh, third you're going to see a war against the facts and it's interesting how many people will take, the, they'll go on fact-finding missions and we have fact-checkers everywhere. And yet it's going to be interesting to see how many people will literally go after the church because they don't like the facts that they see in Scripture. Because uh, I was talking with a pastor recently who said he was having a conversation, he was doing a, a, a preaching series on homosexuality, you know, and what the Bible says about it, et cetera, et cetera. And he met with a pastor in his area, not from around here, who uh, was a, a pastor who identified as gay and led a congregation. And so my pastor friend said, you know, there are these three places in scripture where I believe that it's pretty clear that Jesus, you know, Romans 1, 1 Corinthians 6, et cetera, where, where it's pretty clear in scripture that homosexuality isn't true. And the guy looked at him and said, well, you know, I, I understand what you're saying, but you're basing your... Uh, adherence to scripture on the fact that you believe that this is in fact still true but we believe that we've kind of evolved from that and we know more about this now and we know more than Paul did when he was writing Romans for example and so I thought well that's very interesting you know they're, they're going to look at facts and science like we saw with COVID and lie about them because they will, they're going to lie by default because they don't know what the truth is they, they, they'll look at facts and deny them they'll have a war with faith they'll have a war with the truth um Next, there's going to be a war literally against the church. 
if you thought the attacks on churches for staying open during COVID was uh, intense, that's the tip of the spear or the tip of the iceberg. There's always been a war against the church, according to Pastor Jack Hibbs, but the fact that since God loves his church and we love each other, that's going to make the world even more jealous and come after us all the more strong. And then the fifth part, too, that Pastor Jack identified in his series was there would be a war against marriage. Now, understanding, of course, the fact that the culture really doesn't fully understand biblical marriage, doesn't understand how beneficial marriage is to the entire society, whether you're a Christian or not, but if you follow God's plan for marriage, one man married to one woman, raising a family their entire lives, and I understand that there are a lot of families, I've met many people who are in second marriages that turned out better than the first ones. Um, You've got uh, some folks who get widowed. Um, I I get that. There are some people who are single and never do get married, but that doesn't change God's plan for marriage. If you are called to it, God has a plan for it, and any denial of it will lead to cacophony in the culture. So when you see these, the, the war against truth, or the truth, the war against facts, the war against faith, the war against uh, the church and the war against marriage. Those are wars that brothers and sisters, if you are a Bible believing Christian, you're in that war. This is spiritual warfare. And the reason that we are having the challenges that we are in the culture right now, not just because it's tough for Christians, but because believers are living in a world right now that is literally dazed and confused. Uh, Last week at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville, I had a chance to sit down with Pastor Jack. Of course, he's in Chino Hills. We're headquartered in Costa Mesa. So we have to fly to Tennessee to have time together. But you can imagine real-life radio, real-life program, the real-life network, all going great guns. And Pastor Jack wrote a book called Living in the Days of Deception. And days is not spelled days like those were the days, but days as in dazed and confused. Living in the Days of Deception, How to Discern Truth from Culture's Lies. There's a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. It's got tons and tons of five-star ratings. It addresses where we are in the culture and how we can stand up for truth. Uh, Jack was gracious enough to spend some time with me and my colleagues at the uh, Dr. James Dobson Family Institute for a couple of really compelling programs. And you won't want to miss this conversation with Gary Bauer from JDFI when that gets ready to air probably sometime in early March. But today I wanted to give you as bottom line listener a chance to hear my conversation with Pastor Jack Hibbs and to get a copy of the book Living in the Days of Deception. Now we have not one, not two, but three copies of this book we're giving away today. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. And as I mentioned, uh, you've, we've got three copies of Jack Hibbs' new book, Living in the Days of Deception, uh, up for grabs. But also, if today's your birthday, or if you guys today's your anniversary, it is Leap Day. Anybody with a Feb 29 birthday or anniversary is going to win something too. 800-227-5278. the number to get you through to the bottom line. Personal injury attorney Stephanie Cover of Cover Law will fight for justice on your behalf. She has to fight because no insurance company will willingly pay what you've lost after an accident. When you're in an accident, you take legal action simply to be restored to where you were prior to your injuries. Money may be needed for medical treatment, financial restitution for lost time at work, or any other thing that you've lost as a direct result of the injury. Stephanie's desire is for justice, to find what was taken from you due to your injury and have it restored for you. Stephanie will become your advocate, passionately helping you make sure that your doctor's appointments are productive, the insurance companies are being honest, and she'll make those calls that you don't have time for. Go with K-Bright's trusted personal injury attorney who will help make you whole again. Stephanie Cover at kbrightradio.com slash C-O-V-E-R and get back to your life. Well, special guest joining me today here on the Bottom Line Show. We had to go all the way to Nashville, even though you're in Chino Hills and I'm in Costa Mesa. Yeah. Pastor Jack Hibbs, welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. Roger, it's so great to be with you. Thank you. It's so good much. to spend some time, especially, and this is a celebratory time. Yeah. I don't know what your celebratory beverage is or however you do this, but your new book, Living in the Days of Deception. Oh, my goodness. It's not every day we get somebody whose book is in double digits on Amazon overall. Yeah. 
but you're you've been in the 20s 30s you're at 57 right now congratulations on Thank this you. book i know you didn't want to write this book no that's exactly correct i didn't want to write the book uh the fine people at harvest house they were they were actually viewing a sermon series i was doing during the COVID era this was, uh, I think, about 22, 2022, mm-hmm. 20, yeah. And so uh, I kind of took a break from our expositional teaching to deal with the just the confusion that was in people's minds. Yes. And so I had a sermon titled, and then it turned out to be a series, Living in the Days of Deception, D-A-Z-E, right. uh, which I thought in my mind was pretty graphic, uh, where you kind of get that image of being slapped upside the face. You got stars going around your head. <laughs> yeah. And and so um, I had no idea. So the Harvest House people said, hey, listen, we're listening to the series. Would you like to make that a book? Mm. So I, my first response was to them, no, I would not. I don't have time for that. Right. But uh, they're great people, and they stu- they stayed on me, and and I'm glad they did because it's really taken they off. They kept ringing your doorbell in the middle of the night. You finally said, "Go away! I'll write the book." You persistent yeah, widow. Just yeah, just about. <laughs> well, and it's a great it's a great resource. The idea that we have to learn how to discern truth mm. from culture's lies. Yeah. And the place that starts, literally, you and I know it, we're smiling, but we know it's true. It starts in the church. Yeah, absolutely. How many people in the church are living under the delusion of, well, I go to church, so therefore I know what the truth really is. We really don't, wow. if you don't have that discernment. Listen, you're so spot on, obviously. In, in one of the chapters, it's, it's, it's the days of easy believism. I yep. go to church on Sunday. Come on, I give God, I give God 60 minutes a week. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm okay because I go to church. I, I, I punch my, my time card, so to speak. And I put a few coins in the pre- I put plate, too. I put a couple of coins in there, yeah. and I'm good. God yeah. and I are good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yet what people, what we found out during COVID were we had people coming from their churches who were closed. Mm-hmm. And they would come up to me and they said, you know, Pastor Jack, we've been here for three weeks. And you just said that Jesus said we must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. I never heard that before. And you're like, wait, and, but you're a churchgoer. That's that's I I was actually Roger almost afraid to ask them where they came from, right. but I, I felt an obligation. Sure. Can I ask you quietly where did you come from? Mm-hmm. And um, so shockingly, during during that COVID era, we had three Saturdays, and we had to break it up three services on a Saturday down at Corona Del Mar State Beach. Three different baptisms services Amazing. for three weeks to baptize 3,011 people Wow! Uh, because uh, they were hungry for truth mm-hmm. and it hasn't stopped since. Let's talk about some of these uh, deceptive lies, the yeah. kinds of deception that people are falling for in the culture on the whole, but all in, in particular in the church too. You talk about the days of uh, a glo- global deception. Global talk deception. about that. Yeah, global deception. Really, it's kind of summed up in the area of, um, you know, I have my truth. Roger, mm-hmm. you've got your truth. That's right. and. The next guy over has got his truth, so let's just all have our own truth. Right. You know, um, that works fine in theory, but when you meet the real world, those kinds of things fall apart. And uh, that's why, by the way, God gave us the Bible and God gave us science. Amen. These are two empirical truths. Uh, science is real. It's not, well, that's my science. And this is, no, we, <laughs> we learned during COVID that yeah. God's science works because he's the author of it. When you do not go to a church that teaches the word of God as the authoritative a book for you to run your life. Look, God created you. He made you. He loves you. And he went to the cross to redeem you. But he won't bend your arm. He will invite you to come and know him. And so today, more than ever, the church has got to get back to the Bible, Roger. And because people want to hear the voice of Jesus, and there's only one way, and that's to give them his word, the Bible. Amen. Pastor Jack Hibbs is my guest today here on The Bottom Line, uh, founding pastor of Calvary Chapel Chino Hills. It started with a home fellowship, you and a few other families just getting together because you'd been at Costa Mesa for a while, right? And you were trying to just... Oh, I was spiritually saved at the latter end of the Jesus Revolution era Mm -hmm. in the late 70s. Yeah. And uh, got saved and met my wife, my wife, Lisa. She used to be Pastor Chuck Smith's secretary. Oh, and, nice. And yeah, so I've only known one pastor in my whole life, and mm-hmm. that was Pastor Chuck Smith. Wow, and what a legacy. Now, what do you think Chuck would say about, now, Jack, wait a minute, why are you collecting ballots at church? That was a bad Chuck Smith impersonation. I can actually he, answer that. Okay, do. Please do. Several months before Pastor Chuck Smith died, we went to go see him because my wife and I had written a book called Turnaround at Home, mm. How to Leave a Spiritual Legacy uh, greater than what you receive. Okay. And Chuck wrote the foreword to that book. Oh, sweet. And so when we started to get into some of the things about where family is going, Chuck said, you know, 
I think I would have addressed the cultural issues much stronger had I known the direction we were going. Interesting. So when he said that to me, I mean, I just wanted to just climb up into his lap, you know, because that was the man that that taught me the word of God and discipled me. And so I do know now, look, we should we should always, in my opinion, as a pastor, uh, cause the pulpit because I think it's God's will to cause the pulpit to be relevant. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, yes, that's why we have a smoke machine and big. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. I'm talking about if you get your sermon from the throne room of God mm. alone, just get mm-hmm. it from God. Mm-hmm. Okay, not not some sermon.com website. Get it from God. And then read some good old commentaries. Maybe you know, I like I prefer guys that have been dead for over two hundred years. That's <laughs> that's good. They can't change their mind, Roger. They can't. They can't. It, it's safe. You can vet it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think if a pastor gets his message from the Lord rather than from anybody else, mm-hmm. and then he goes into the pulpit, God is gonna make that sermon so relevant to the mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. that it's gonna answer to, to the dilemmas of today, which I do think that the answer is not in the state house or in mm-hmm. the White House. Right. The, la- the answer is literally all the while been in God's house. Yes. Amen. And I, look, I hope Jesus comes back today. But if he doesn't, we've got to we've got to be involved. Great counsel from Pastor Jack Hibbs today here on The Bottom Line. The brand new book is called Living in the Days of Deception. And that's days as in D-A-Z-E, how to discern truth from culture's lies. There's a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. And I have that vision. We were talking, Pastor Jack, about the getting hit in the head and kind of all those cartoons we used to watch yes. when we were kids, yes. you know, the, the stars ones. and the yeah. nine lives and all that stuff. But you know, it was funny then. But we realize now, OK, well, if that's what Christians are going through. It means spiritual warfare is real. It means yeah. demonic activity oh, is yeah, real. It is. And for a lot of people, because of that easy believism you talked about earlier, there are a lot of people who are saying, wait, what? Mm-hmm. I mean, why, why is this happening? I mean, there are days, nights when my wife, Lisa, uh, and I are on our knees and we're just, you know, we feel like Tevye and Fiddler on the Roof saying, God, we know, you know, chosen people. Can you choose somebody else can every now and again? Because we're, we're getting it. But, but, we, yeah. but we feel it. And, and, and it's important mm-hmm. to understand that if you're feeling it, that means you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. That's well said. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard the news yet, but I had the chance to open up the 118th Congress a Mm. week and a half ago in prayer. Mm -hmm. And um, I did some very bad things, it turns out. What did you do? Well, I prayed to the Father in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. who was crucified and rose again from the dead for our sins. I'm still waiting to hear the problem. Yeah, the problem (laughs) is I asked the Lord that he'd have mercy on us as a nation and forgive us of our national sins. Still waiting for the bad part. Yeah, well, that was it. And uh, what? <laughs> 26 Congress members have wow. written a letter of condemnation to me. I'm, I'm not to be at the Capitol again. Really? Yeah. Um, so having said that, here's my comfort. It didn't rattle me when I got the letter. It doesn't rattle me now because didn't Jesus tell us that in these days uh, they're not going to they're not going to receive you because they didn't receive me. Right. So don't cry about you it. You didn't tickle their itching ears, Pastor Jack. You know, I got to tell you, I gave a, you can read it. It's online. It's even in some newspapers. We'll post it at the bottom of the You can read it. And, and I've had pastors contact me from across the nation saying, thank you for praying that prayer. Yeah. And why? Because it was solely from scripture mm-hmm. and from our American history. I, I even borrowed a line from Abraham Lincoln Uh-oh. in one of his proclamations f- for the nation to turn to God in humility mm-hmm. and in prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, Roger, I, I struck a nerve. But then again, uh, I was always taught, having been born and raised in a Marine Corps home, that um, you only draw flack when you're over the target. Right. right. So. I'm good with it. Yeah, we'll take it. Uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs is with me today here on The Bottom Line, uh, talking about living in the days of deception and how to discern truth from culture's lies. It's his brand new book. It's up at thebottomlineshow.com. More of this conversation in just a moment as The Bottom Line continues. Welcome back to this special Leap Day edition of The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Pastor Jack Hibbs is my guest. A conversation that we recorded when we were both at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention last week in Nashville, Tennessee. We discussed Pastor Jack's brand new book called Living in the Days of Deception. How to Discern Truth from Culture's Lies. We've got not one, not two, but three copies of the book that we're giving away today, and I'd love to place one in your hands. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 
800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Again, three different copies up for grabs of Jack Hibbs' book, Living in the Days of Deception. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, more of this conversation with Pastor Jack Hibbs, talking about the, how to discern truth from the lies in the culture. Before we go any further, though, I do want to put in a special word of thanks to Elizabeth, who called in from La Mesa with a $280 donation to our friends at Preborn. That $280 is matched against Dennis Wilson's $5,000 matching gift that's still in place right now and would love to uh, see that just get blown away, <laughs> blown apart. Uh, $280 becomes 560. That means 20 more ultrasounds will be provided absolutely free to women who come into preborn clinics all across the country. And by the way, some powerful statistics about preborn on the other side of this break about how you, as bottom line listeners, have really taken this nationwide campaign and strengthened it and emboldened it. And I'm forever grateful for the work that you have done as well. 833-850-BABY is the number to call or go to kbrightradio.com and click on the preborn banner. More of my conversation with Jack Hibbs in just a moment as the bottom line continues. For more than 50 years, Dennis Wilson has been offering better alternatives to what the market offers when it comes to investments like certificates of deposit and real estate investment trust. Dennis's 3D account pays even better than market interest rate. Here's Dennis to explain. So what is a 3D account and how does it work? A 3D account is a real estate-backed investment without Wall Street risk. It pays an amazing interest of 7% for the next three years. At the end of three years, you can take your money out. So you can see it's definitely not a REIT. Or you can reinvest it at 7% in a new program. Go ahead and call today and ask about the 7% account. And then while you're on the phone... And ask about our accounts that face even higher amounts for funds over 250000 Learn more about Dennis Wilson's 3D Money account, the better alternative to the Real Estate Investment Trust. Call 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970. Wilson Financial. Simply better alternatives. Pastor Jack Hibbs is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh, and we are here. As you can tell by the ambiance here, they gave us a little booth here in this massive conference hall here at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. Uh, Pastor Jack, of course, uh, the author of a brand new book called Living in the Days of Deception, How to Discern Truth from Culture's Lies. I wanted to ask you about the Real Life Network real quick, because yes. if you listen to Real Radio and our bottom line listeners in Southern mm -hmm. California uh, think that Jack and I are a team because bottom yeah. line goes from 4 to 430, uh, Real Radio is on 4.30 to 5, and uh, we, it's, a, it's a really powerful hour I love for it. sure. I, I think it's the strongest hour in Christian radio. It could be. I, we, uh, easily. But in fact, knowing you, it well, absolutely uh, no, is. No, no, no. I was going to say, you've got the kick. You know, we're the relay. <laughs> I give you the baton, and you sprint that sucker right across the line every day. But you, you launched a podcast network, a broadcast network. You know I mean, we did? Yeah, we, we were getting canceled so much uh, during the COVID years on YouTube and Facebook, and our, our streaming was getting dropped in the UK, Germany, in Canada Interesting. that we wound up put uh, just really honestly asking the Lord, you know, if this is happening now, it's only going to get worse. Right. And so during COVID, uh, we had the thought of, why don't we launch out and see if we could do what, if Netflix can do this and yeah. Amazon can do this, why can't we do it? Right. And so what we did was we created an app. So it's, listen, it's downloadable on your app platform. On your device, right. it's a hundred percent free. You're not going to be asked for any money or subscription. So far, so good. And it's a hundred percent free for the broadcaster. For example, I just bumped into Dr. David Jeremiah's team. Uh -huh. He's on completely free. He doesn't Love pay a it. penny for it. Love it. Why? How is this possible? Because God's people from around the world are so much supporting getting the word out that the Real Life Network is absolutely free. Mm -hmm. uh, and we encourage everybody to go there because it's 24-7, 365. Uh, great Bible teaching, spiritual content, documentaries, and we're even negotiating now uh, some of the things to bring back in the sense of good cultural building programming, such as Ozzy and Harriet okay. and Leave it to Beaver, mm -hmm. uh, My Three Sons, oh, these kinds it. of things. Sure. The Riflemen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Things. Chuck Connors and company. Chuck Con tremendous, tremendous yeah. ethics. Yeah. It's amazing when you think about the things that are reflected in the culture. And a lot of people realize now these weren't just like, oh, you know, these were good Christian people being uptight. This, I mean, God in his mercy 
creates the family, creates marriage, creates all these different things for the benefit of everyone, whether they are his children or not. And I don't think people in America realize that. I think right. they th that all of a sudden it becomes this religious fairy tale. So I'm going to go worship a tree or marry a bridge or try yeah. to change my gender. But don't tell me about the God of the Bible. Because, I mean, it's just it. It's crazy, and yet this, these are the deceptions that you're talking about, and the fact that they're, well, for example, the, you have a chapter in your new book, Living in the Days of Deception, about tolerance. Yeah. And that's just such an anathema to so many people in the church, because we know what the new tolerance looks like, but talk about why mm -hmm. it's so deceiving, and Christians who try to play that game always get burned. Roger, this is a topic that had to be in this book for this reason. I'm a big fan. In fact, I encourage everybody, you can go to Amazon or wherever you go to get this, but you ought to buy Noah Webster's 1828 Dictionary of the American Language. Hmm. That's the title of it. Wow. Noah Webster's 1828 Dictionary of the American Language. Not only does it have the definition of actual English words, but he'll often give you Bible references where those words appear. Why do I say that? Because Daniel Webster says that tolerance is you and I, Roger, disagreeing on any particular topic, and yet having enough self-respect and love for one another that we tolerate each other's opposing views, but it's not to the point of, of breaking friendship or relationship. Sure, sure. That's tolerance. Today, tolerance is you have to not only agree with what I want, you have to support it, you have to stand by it. In fact, and to show that you agree with me or that you are going to be tolerant of me, you can't say what you believe in. Mm, mm. And so that's been hijacked. What, why, how? Days of deception. Yeah. Uh, Listen, people, when we, you know, the old saying, well, actually, it's not all that old, but since September 11th, 2001, the, uh, the U.S. government said, if you see something, say something. Say something, right. Well, today, when we see something, we just skulk away mm. and we don't act. Listen, if your pastor says something crazy from the pulpit, you need to say something. Yes. You need to find out, did that, was that a slip? Or did, or do you mean this? Yeah. You know, well, you have to be tolerant. I, I listen, if you're talking about the original meaning of the word tolerance, you got it brother. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you mean that I have to be silent, uh, and, and not express my view about your position, uh, or my own. That's not tolerance. You know, it's interesting talking with Pastor Jack Hibbs today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. The brand new book is called Living in the Days of Deception. And we've got a link for this book up at thebottomlineshow.com. It's amazing if you look at the actual meaning of words, like, for example, an apology. What does it mean in American culture? It means, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I, let me kowtow and curtsy and kiss your feet and right. do whatever. Instead of saying, look, the actual definition of an apology is an explanation. That's right. Right. So, and you talked about something that has completely missed the culture, cognitive dissonance. That's right. You can have one opinion, I can have another. We value our friendship more than that. And then you mentioned that other keyword that the left doesn't understand. Whatever happened to self-respect? Did you, do you remember growing up in a household where your parents said, no self-respecting person would ever do that? Absolutely. Yeah, I do too. Absolutely. I, I remember. And now where is it? Where's self It's You have to respect me, you know, even if I don't respect myself. When you and I, listen, I'll put it to you this way. I remember the Saturday morning when my dad told me, do not play baseball in the front yard because it's too close to Mr. Walsnick's house. Mm. What did I do? Played baseball in the I front yard. I played baseball in the front yard, and I hit that baseball right through Mr. Walsnick's bathroom window. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So what happened? My, and, and that was Mr. Walsnick. He's, I don't even know his first name. That's how we grew up. <laughs> Adults Mr. didn't Walsnick. have first names. Adults did not have first names. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. And you did, But you did it, and what happened? What was the punishment? Uh, my dad had me sit with him, drive in the truck, go down to the hardware store, mm -hmm. buy a pane of glass, go back there. My dad made me watch him replace that window, and... Um, I never played baseball again in the front wow, yard like wow. that. Well, I had to replace a bush one time in the neighbor's front yard because my job was to turn on the sprinklers, right? Not too difficult to do. I left them on too long. I just let it go. And the water went in and flooded our neighbor's yard. Nice little oriental guy. Yeah. Just loved his garden. It was so, of course. And it literally knocked one of his plants over. Yikes. And so he came over and said, my whole yard is ruined. Well, it was one plant. But right. nonetheless, we went to Builders Emporium the next day and yep. I spent my allowance on a bush. There you go. And we went over and we planted it together. And it was a great learning experience. And look, you're talking 
talking about it right now. I know. Isn't that I know. awesome? I, that was 60 years ago. I well, not it. 60 years. I was, would have been two. Yeah. But nonetheless, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs is my guest, senior and founding pastor of Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. I, I can't miss that. Um, he's the host of the syndicated TV and radio program called Real Life. And when you want to, it doesn't get more real than what he's talking about in his brand new book called Living in the Days of Deception. It's an important treatise for the church to understand how to discern truth from culture's lies. And we have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Jack, we're in, um, we're in uh, election season now. Yeah. And a lot of Christians are saying, I'm hearing this, pastors need to be more vocal in the pulpit about biblical values. Pastors need to be getting their churches involved. Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, I think, sets the standard for how churches can be engaged in the political process. And I know this isn't something where you said, I'm going to be more politically active. No, no. You just follow the Spirit's lead. No, in fact, we've been doing this for almost 35 years, since 1990. Yeah, so this didn't come up in the 2020 election. Oh, gosh, no. No. No, we've never changed. We've always done this. It's just that, quite frankly, Roger, the times have caught up to where we've been standing all along. Right. And it's just simply a biblical worldview whereby we... We believe that when Jesus held up that coin and said, whose inscription is on this coin? And everybody shouted, Caesar. And Jesus handed the coin to the guy and said, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. What a lot of your listeners might be shocked about is Jesus is not from Washington, D.C. or from Sacramento. Shocking, I know. Mm -hmm. Stunning. Everybody who heard Jesus say that, their jaw dropped because this is what that meant in the Middle East. In fact, you can ask your Middle Eastern believers today, can you explain what Jesus said to me? This is what they'll tell you. Only Mm -hmm. in the West, leave it to us to mess it all up. Right. They tell you this. Oh, that was an amazing moment. Jesus said this coin, because they were trying to catch him in Mm -hmm. a conundrum, give Caesar his coin. But give to God all the things that belong to God. And every Middle Eastern, particularly Jew, just went, wow, their yarmulkes flew off their head, (laughs) their jaws dropped open, and they said, brilliant, Yes, because he just answered a dilemma with pure truth. The coin belongs to Caesar, but Caesar belongs to God. Mm -hmm. Rome belongs to God. The coin belongs to God. Caesar's salad belongs to God. (laughs) The palace, everything belongs to God. Jesus walked away intact with his argument, Mm -hmm. and Caesar was put in his place and God was exalted. And so Sacramento belongs to God. In fact, Amen. Sacramento means sacred. Did you know that? Mm. Sacramento means sacred to God. That's what mm. the word Sacramento means. Sacrament. Sacrament. There, there it is. You go. Right there it is. Listen, California belongs to God. That's mm. going to send some mail your way, Roger. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> hey, you know what? And bring it. Because quite frankly, we could have that conversation yeah. like you and I are having right now. This is not a call to arms. It's not a nope. call to signs and torches and protests. Nope. Rather, it's a call to action. Yeah. And to, to prove that there's fruit being born in your yeah. spiritual life. Yeah. And that's what Pastor Jack Hibbs is writing about in this new book, Living in the Days of Deception, How to Discern Truth from Culture's Lies. There's a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Pastor Jack, how do we vote in 2024? We know that there are people who are saying, you and I both know there are some good parts and bad parts of the guy who's got the GOP mm-hmm. nomination sewn up. We know that there's a lot of nothing happening yeah, on the other right. side of the aisle. And there are some Christians who are standing in the back saying, but I just can't vote for that man. Yeah, they're going to get a wake-up call real soon, no matter what. Uh, whoever wins the election, there's a wake-up call coming. What I mean by that is this. I'm not a, I'm not a prophet, but I'll tell you this. Mathematically, uh, the nation is in such catastrophic peril just regarding our debt that all of us will suffer very, very soon. Now, you can either vote to try to curb that suffering or vote to keep it going. Mm. And so let's remember this. When we vote, we want to vote as close to a biblical worldview as possible. Right. You're not, Jesus is not going to be on the ballot. No. So give that up. And the Messiah is not going to be arriving on Air Force One. That ain't going to happen. No. But neither can a Christian not vote. You cannot sit out what our blood bought freedoms have afforded us we must vote it's an act of stewardship roger yes, yes. we must be good stewards of the freedoms that god has given us and i believe he's going to hold us accountable to exercise those freedoms so who do you vote for well i can i can tell you this i'm not a fan of either party but i got to tell you this one party's pro life and one party is absolutely pro death pro abortion yes. mm-hmm. that's a good place to start yeah. Yeah. and and if that guy's got crazy hair or he used to tweet poorly um, listen 
uh, those poor tweets don't look so bad now compared to what's going <laughs> yeah. on today. That's true. But, um, yeah, you know, listen, we do our best in all of these things. We obey God and we walk with him. And my, my prayer, Roger, is that God would have mercy on America. Amen. Amen. How can we pray for you and your family, your ministry? I love it. Everybody who knows me and knows uh, me from the church knows what I'm about to say. It's pray for God's favor. Mm. That is the greatest request I could ever put forth is please pray for God's favor. If that happens, Roger, my wife, my children, grandkids, the church, everything, my nation, my state. God's got it. I love it. I love it. Pastor Jack Hibbs, the new book, Living in the Days of Deception, How to Discern Truth from Culture's Lies. It's up at thebottomlineshow.com. Uh, congratulations Thank on the you, book. Roger. Glory to God for that. Pastor Jack, thanks for being with us love today. Love you, brother. And that's how we concluded my conversation with Pastor Jack Hibbs. Uh, today here on The Bottom Line, hearing a, a conversation that we recorded last week on the convention floor at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville, Tennessee. And you heard Pastor Jack telling the great story of how his book, Living in the Days of Deception, D-A-Z-E of Deception, How to Discern Truth from Culture's Lies, uh, not only came to be, but how it basically started with that title and how the folks at Harvest House Publisher said, we love the title. We'll basically buy the title. You can figure out writing the book later. Um, we've got not one, not two, but three copies of this book. By the way, it has been in the Amazon Top 100 ever since it was released. And to put this in perspective, this is a book written by a Calvary Chapel pastor. Yes, he has given prayers at the White House. Yes, those prayers, uh, one, he's been censured for doing so. He read a prayer that was comprised of several prayers that were historically given throughout the years during times of trouble in that very same chamber. And 26 members of the House of Representatives were so offended, he's been disinvited from ever coming back. To which we say, hey, look, what did we talk about? He said the five things Christians are going to go to war on during this uh, coming year. It's going to be a war on faith, a war on facts, a war on uh, uh, basically marriage, uh, a war on the church. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just... It, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be brutal for us as Christians, but we have to understand it. 800-227-5278. Um, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. On the other side of this break, I want to talk a little bit more about something Pastor Jack said with regard to the title of the book and where we are in the culture, but also want to get into uh, something about the voting scenario that we're seeing in the culture world right now, where so many Christians run the risk of being bitterly disappointed on election day, but don't realize that the key to actually uh, not being bitterly disappointed is to be an informed believer who is not the typical low propensity Christian voter. We'll talk about what that means coming up next as the bottom line continues. My thanks again to Pastor Jack Hibbs, the Bible teacher on Real Radio, the uh, founder of uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, uh, Real Life Network. I mean, there's so many great places where you can take advantage of his work. His brand new book is called Living in the Days of Deception, and that days is spelled D-A-Z-E. Uh, and basically, it's, it's just a clarion call to discerning biblical truth against the culture's lies. We have not one, not two, but three copies of this book to give away. And this is for a faith-based book that does not mince words when come, it comes to proclaiming the truth of the love of God and also the sovereignty of God. Um, it's currently number 78 on Amazon. It hasn't left the top 100 since it, there are 80 gajillion uh, resources available on Amazon. So it's, it's really incredible. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. In addition to my work here with the Bottom Line Show, of course, I'm also a part of the broadcast team with the Dr. James Dobson Family Institute and Dr. James Dobson's Family Talk, which if you listen on KCBC, uh, Family Talk is, airs at 3 o'clock, Bottom Line airs at 3.30. Um, if you listen to KLTT, uh, we've got KLTT airing Bottom Line Show at 2.30 in the afternoon and then Family Talk at 4.30. I think they're also on KLDC as well. Haven't gotten them back on KBright yet, but hopefully we will be doing that soon. 
Um, anyway, my, one of my colleagues as part of this uh, broadcast team there is the Honorable Michelle Bachman, a three-term congresswoman from Minnesota and currently serving as the dean of the Robertson School of Government at Regent University. And I want to read to you what uh, she had to say about Jack Hibbs's book because I think it's very uh, insightful. She wrote, Pastor Jack Hibbs's book, Living in the Days of Deception, accurately and fearlessly describes the bizarre turmoil experienced by people across the globe over the past few years. The origin of this unending chaos is a sea of lies based in delusion, insisting that what we're experiencing is normal. But our times are not normal. Living in the days of deception explains the biblical Romans 1 delusions of our day and offers a way forward for anyone who seeks to live with discernment. That word there is key for understanding the times we live in, discernment. In all honesty, here's what is going on right now in the world. And I'm talking about believers who are facing a world that's gone crazy, but then also how believers are looking at a church that is filled with other people who profess faith in Christ, but don't have the wisdom to figure out what's going on. And it's that one simple word, discernment. I mean, in all honesty, without discernment, we don't know the difference between truth and error. And brothers and sisters, the day is coming when you're going to hear, I mean, there's a whole new slew of radio stations, for example, that are all AI generated. The announcers aren't real people, they're AI. A lot of the commercials you watch right now, the instructional videos on YouTube, hey, how about this real estate video, blah, 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 all done by AI. They're taking the particulars about a home or about a car or whatever it is, and the AI generates the whole deal. I talked to a pastor recently who said that his ministry is seeing some of their stuff, their work translated into Spanish and Chinese right now, and it sounds like the guy, the American pastor from the Midwest, <laughs> speaking Chinese. It's incredible what it can do. It's going to become more confusing, this whole separating truth from error. It's going to become more important for us as Christians to keep seeking out sources of truth. It is uh, the Honorable Michelle Bachman wrote in the uh, endorsement section for Pastor Jack Hibbs's book, Living in the Days of Deception. This book accurately and fearlessly describes the bizarre turmoil experienced by people across the globe over the past few years. The origin of this unending chaos is a sea of lies based in delusion, insisting that what we're experiencing is normal. This book offers a way forward for anyone who seeks to live with discernment. 800-227-5278. We have not one, not two, but three copies of the brand new book by Pastor Jack Hibbs, Living in the Days of Delusion, or Deception, rather, uh, How to Discern Truth from Culture's Lies. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. On the other side of this break, what exactly is a low propensity Christian voter and how can we stop the problem of Christians who say, hey, quite frankly, we're tired of losing. We're not going to vote anymore because we're tired of losing. One key to getting Christians off the bench and into the ballot box. That's coming up next as the bottom line continues. Bottom line show listeners have been so supportive of Preborn and I appreciate you and I know that Preborn does as well. Preborn is the Pregnancy Resource Center that offers women uh, options and offers women the truth when it comes to an unexpected or unplanned pregnancy. Now, if you were expecting pregnancy and you want to get a free ultrasound, you can go to a preborn clinic as well. It's very easy to do. And every time we donate $28 to the cause, that provides one free ultrasound appointment for someone who may or may not have the means to handle this. Now, Terry in Cathedral City recently called in a $1,000 donation. Thank you so much, Terry, for, uh, for giving us that call, especially out of the Coachella Valley. Also, Dennis in Los Angeles called in a $28 donation. Thank you, Dennis, for that $28. And also, I want to say thanks to Diane in San Diego, a $500 donation. Every $28 you provide means one more ultrasound visit for a woman who might be deciding between whether or not to keep the pregnancy or to keep the child. We are pro-child. 85% of the women who go to preborn and see the ultrasound choose life for their preborn child. And you can give a tax-deductible donation online today to support that cause. Go to kbrightradio.com and look for the preborn banner. Click the banner and make your best donation today. Welcome back to this Leap Day edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. In addition to the three copies of Pastor Jack Hibbs' book, Living in the Days of, Delu of Deception. I want to keep saying Living in the Days of Delusion. Living in the Days of Deception. 
Um, the How to Discern Truth from Culture's Lives. 800-227-5278 is the number to call. We have not one, not two, but three copies of the book we're giving away. But also because it is Leap Day, if you were born on Feb 29, if today's your birthday, your actual birthday, uh, because you celebrate on the 28th of the first, the other three years in between leap years, or if it's your anniversary, give us a call and we have a special gift for you. And it's so special, in fact, that I'm going to leave it up to Crystal and Teresa to let you know what it is. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. At a recent panel discussion at the Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, in National Harbor, Maryland, they had a presentation titled Honest Graft, and it focused on the role that churches can play can getting evangelicals who are not currently registered to vote to do so in time for election day. Here's the deal. The low propensity Christian voter says, why is it that we have to spend so much time trying to convince people just to do the right thing? But here's the, the, the I mean, we finally have the Republican National Committee has appointed a national director of faith engagement. It just kind of insinuated for years that, uh, you know, the, Chad Connolly is the, is the, fills that bill. The assumption was, oh yeah, the religious people, the Christians, they'll all vote Republican, it's no big deal. The, um, the, the, what's seeing in, what you're seeing in the Democrat Party right now uh, makes the Republican effort pale in comparison. Democrats have been targeting the faith community for years and they're getting more Generation Z and more uh, liberal left-leaning millennials to go in their direction. But my friend and colleague, George Barna, who I finally had a chance to shake hands with last week at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, we've done everything on phone and Zoom. And it's good to see him. Tall dude. Lanky dude. Let's put it that way. Um, anyway, George has been doing research at the Arizona Christian University Cultural Research Center at the American Worldview Inventory. I said, look, one of the biggest reasons people will vote or won't vote is really very simple. It's what we call the difference between negative peer pressure and positive peer influence. Now, as if you've raised your kids, you understand that uh, the, the, the negative peer pressure is, you know, the things we were all warned about when we were kids. You know, don't smoke cigarettes, don't have sex before you get married, that type of stuff. Don't try drugs. And if all the other kids are, hey, want to take a puff? You know, then that's negative peer uh, pressure. Positive peer influence is when the cool kids say, hey, did you get your homework done? You going out for the track team? Did you get a job yet? You know, the, the things that spur our kids on to do the right thing. And George Barna confirms it in his polling. He says, look, one of the biggest reasons people will vote is what, I, what Roger would call positive peer influence. Namely, if someone they respect says, hey, this is a big deal. This year, the elections, whether it be the midterm coming up on Tuesday, and I know a lot of conservatives are kind of sitting on their hands and haven't gotten registered. Well, if you're not registered to vote yet, you're not going to get to be able to vote. But if you are registered, there are anywhere between 40 and 45 million evangelical Christians in this country who either don't register to vote or have registered but will not vote because they're holding their nose saying the candidates aren't good enough. They don't measure godly principles, et cetera, et cetera. May I submit to you, brothers and sisters, that positive peer influence. If you have that positive peer influence in a life, the life of a non-voting friend, put the pressure on. I believe it's a stewardship issue. I mean, God's going to determine the outcome of the vote. I mean, even if we sit here and people get all clever and crafty and whatever, God's going to give us the government we, he wants us to have. So I, I'm not worried about the overall outcome. But what I am concerned with is the number of Christians who don't participate because, quite frankly, they're like, eh, it didn't really matter. Well, I would encourage you, it matters. Uh, that's the good news, and that's the bottom line. Speaking of what matters, coming up next, Bob Duco uh, joins John Rush and me for this week's edition of the National Crawford Roundtable uh, podcast. And this week, we're talking all about immigration reform and one case in Georgia that might flip the switch, and become a big deal for voters. We'll talk about that coming up next as the bottom line continues.